0: Welcome to another podcast where we talk about corsets, sewing, and other lively stuff. I hope you're having a wonderful day, week, whatever the fuck you're doing. And like, let's get on with it. So for today's topic, uh, I wanted to touch on the question that I get so goddamn often. What sewing machine to get to sew corsets? And I don't know the answer to that. I don't think there is one specific machine that's for making corsets. I don't think there's a lot of machines that are actually very bad for making corsets. Um, I don't think that you need to have a very expensive sewing machine or a specific model so you could be able to make corsets. And I would feel very, very, very bad to recommend a sewing machine that is completely outside of your budget. Because that would give you the idea that if you cannot get that expensive sewing machine because it's very good or the best for making corsets, well, you are never going to make any corsets because of that. Because you cannot get this perfect sewing machine for just get the best that you can actually afford, that that you can actually buy. Because some brands are not available in different countries. Not everyone has a distributor of that brand. Not everyone has the option to actually spend so much money on it. Uh, not all countries have a rich culture of second-handing, thrifting, and um, just sell it. So I don't have to look at um type of thing going on. Um, some cultures actually have the opposite. Antiques are very, very expensive if they're in okay um, state. So we cannot get them very, very cheap because they're, you know, very old, um, stuff like that. So different people come from different backgrounds, different places geographically and all that stuff. They have different budgets, and I don't think there's a lot of sense in just, like, telling you what to get. I can give you some ideas on, you know, what to look into. And as I said, uh, when it comes to antique and vintage sewing machines, uh, they are usually, not always, but usually they tend to be on the cheaper side if they're not a collector's, uh, piece and it's like in premium, uh, state. Because it's more for like looking at it and just like having it in perfect condition and less for using it and actually sewing shit on it. So sometimes they can be very, very affordable. And since they're made out of just like a piece of metal, they're very mechanical, very straightforward. They can do Usually only one stitch, and that's everything they can do, but they're, like, very, very good at what they're doing. Also, you're going to feel, like, extra fly because you're actually making corsets on an antique sewing machine, which is, like, awesome. So, like, maybe you're going to, like, really enjoy that extra benefit that you have from that. So look into the options of antiques and vintage, but make them, like, um older, So they're completely made out of metal. Apparently the newer models that have some plastic parts in them are not the best quality and you can actually get better shit uh, for the same if not lower price if you go full metal. But they're going to have only one straight stitch and they're more closer to the modern industrial sewing machines than they are for the domestics. Next up we have the option of industrial sewing machines. When they're when it comes to like industrial sewing machines in general, uh, they're made to last for a very long time. They're made to sew for a la- very long time. A lot of beating they they can take a lot of beating and a lot of work, and they're very good at what they do. But they do have a bit of a setback since they're made to do only one thing, and they do that thing beautifully. When it comes to industrial sewing machine, every machine for every thing is made separately. It doesn't have a lot of flexibility. It's not three-in-one. It's just one-in-one. One. It does one thing. You want to do a zigzag? You buy a specific machine that does the goddamn zigzag. You want to do a three-step zigzag? You want to buy that specific machine that does that specific thing. So when it comes to sewing corsets, if you're not going to sew anything else, basically, you're not going to do any stretch, you're not going to make any um, buttonholes or we're not going to, um, I don't know, do anything that requires anything else besides a straight stitch. If it's just corsets and you're going to make just corsets, maybe a couple of like um, simple skirts or something like that, maybe a coat, you could do that, but you're going to have to like do your button holes and that type of stuff on a different sewing machine. You're going to love the industrial straight stitch. Just goes and does it beautifully. It's going to eat whatever you put under it, essentially, a uh, beat coutil, like a lot of layers coutil, uh, leather, pleather. It's just going to like, just is going to destroy it. Well, in a good way, in a very, very good way of creating garments, but it's not very flexible. It does come with the table that it kind of like sits in. You cannot move it around so it's going to take up space it's going to be limited with what it can do. So no zigzag, no zigzag for you when it comes to a straight stitch but if you're going to make just just corsets you're not going to need anything else really. So if you have the space and if you are going to just make garments that do not require anything else besides a straight stitch you are going to get the best quality. For the dollar. When it comes to just getting an industrial sewing machine, they are going to serve you for a very, very, very long time. And if you're thinking about making a shit ton of corsets, you definitely want an industrial. Next up, we have the domestic sewing machines. They are usually plastic, they're portable and movable around because they have the little handle and they do not come with the table that you just put it in. It goes on the top of your table, and it's kind of a bump on the table, but it is very, very flexible. It is made so we can have a lot of options. So you can do a lot of different things that, you know, a hobby seamstress or seamster um, might want, need, or just would like to have just in case. So depending on the model and the price of your sewing machine, you're going to definitely start with some basics. You're going to have a straight seat, a zigzag, Three-step zigzag, maybe some blind stitches, maybe some um kind of an overlock stitch to finish off your edges, those types of things. You're probably going to be able to make some uh buttonholes as well as make some um sew on some buttons as well. So some basics. Depending on the model, as I've said, and the brand, different machines are going to have the different like the the core set of the options what your sewing machine can actually stitch fancier models can actually start doing some simpler embroidery or fancy stitches and that type of stuff and then even fancier ones can be upgraded to actually do full-blown embroidery. So depending on how much you pay for it and depending on the brand and the options that they have you're going to have a lot more options. So if you're interested in making a lot of different stuff you want to make I don't know curtains and dresses and um I don't know something for your toddlers and some corsets and bags and different things because you're a very creative person and you you want to do whatever you set your mind on at doing and changes a lot you're going to have a very good time buying a domestic one now when it comes to what to take for a corset if you want to stitch and sew everything but you also want to do some corsets you definitely want to get the strongest machine that you can get for the budget that you have that really depends on what is available to you what brands and what models i have a bernina aurora 450 it was a gift and i had her for over 10 years now she is a beautiful machine she really really is she can easily um stitch corsets as well as knits and and stretch fabrics and actually apply elastics on some lingerie as well so but she is a bit of a more expensive model so yeah she can do that but she does have some problems with leather and clutter not the best option i would be much much happier if i was making a lot of leather and clutter stuff uh, if i had an industrial sewing machine but then again uh, I've chosen I've chosen the machine that I have because I do not have my own place. I moved a lot uh, in that time, and it wasn't really an option to like have a sewing machine that's like pretty much bolted onto the table, a big ass table, because you have the full benefit of a nice workspace. When your workspace is also the place where you sew on as well. It's very practical when you're working, but not very practical when you're moving a lot. And I wasn't really sure wh- where I'm going to be and w- what my future, um like, living situation going to look like. So a domestic sewing machine was a much better option for me, personally. If I had my own place or I was like, sure, I'm not going to move anywhere. And I had the space for an industrial sewing machine. I would probably get that. And I would be very happy with that because I don't do a lot of stretch. I really, really do it rarely. And... In time, I would probably get both. So I have a domestic sewing machine for those, like, um, little different options that we have, like a zigzag or buttonholes, that type of stuff that I would like to include on my other garments when I need them. But the industrial straight stitch sewing machine would just, like, eat everything that I throw at it, and I would be very happy. Leather, leather, whatever the hell, coutils in five layers, I don't know, but, like, it's going to definitely eat it. Um, when it comes to price, uh, to start off with an industrial sewing machine, they're actually quite affordable. They're not like super duper cheap, like the uh, lowest model is not extremely cheap, but depending again on the brand, it can be cheap t- it can be cheaper or a bit more expensive. It really depends you should definitely check it out see um, what brands have what models and what do they offer, what is the statistics and all that stuff. I know it's probably boring to look at because it's like numbers and stuff and like Xs and checks. like, you're like, what? And you have to compare it. And it's wasting a lot of time. But not really. You are investing in your new companion, your best partner in crime of sewing. So you should definitely put time in it and effort and try to get the best solution that you can for your circumstances again be it location be it budget it doesn't really matter maybe you don't like it because it looks ugly and you do not want that model because i don't know it looks ugly to you and you don't want to look at it every day and if the machine is ugly to you like aesthetically you don't like how it looks you're not going to sit next to it and stitch on it for hours and hours and hours so Keep that in mind as well. That is also going to play a role in your creative process, too. So think about it. Um What the machine has to do, it has to connect two layers of... at least two layers of fabric together. Most can do that. And if you can only afford a very, very, very cheap model, like, I don't know, something from Lidl or something like that, Or, I don't know, like, something really, really cheap which you're, like, kind of, that's so cheap. It's it's probably a children's store or something. You're, like, very skeptical about it. But if that is the thing, the the best thing you can afford, go with that and start sewing and just start making stuff. Because if you wait for the moment when you're going to have the best amount of money to get the best sewing machine for the best thing of... I don't know, making corsets or whatever the fuck you want to do, you're maybe not never going to get to that point. And that would be sad. We want to make stuff and not, like, torture ourselves. So I would say, like, buy the best that you can afford, whatever it may be. But definitely do not do an impulse buy. Do not go and, like, be like, yes, I'm gonna buy, like, whatever, and you have, like, $100 in your wallet, and you see the first machine that's like, ah, oh, $100, and you buy that, and you're like, well, that doesn't really perform very well, and you cannot return it or something. Like, that would be just sad. Just investigate and see what the best thing that you can, like, find for yourself. Don't make an impulse buy. That's the worst thing that you can do. Just don't do it. It's just a waste of money most of the time. So, again, let's recap what I've said right now. Look into antiques and vintages. See if anyone is trying to get rid of their sewing machine from their grandmother or something or great 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 grandmother It doesn't really matter. If it is an amazing beast and it works and it is quite cheap and you can afford it and you like it, you can go for that. Look into industrial sewing machines. What brands can you actually get in your country of origin? And look into the domestics if you are going to make more than just corsets. Look at your options. Weigh them out. See what would be the best solution for you. I cannot give you the answer to this. There is no real answer to the question What's the best sewing machine for corsets? I don't think anyone made any experiments and anyone tested anything. Everyone has their uh, personal preferences. Even when you ask in like groups and forums and all that stuff, when you ask like, like, what's the best sewing machine? I want to start making corsets, but like, what should I get? And you get a wide variety of different answers from different people from all over the world with different skill levels, with different budgets, with different situations and everyone has some other um brand that they prefer just like love it we do not get the opportunity most of us don't get the opportunity of trying a lot of sewing machines throughout our like sewing careers like how 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 are we supposed to do that it's not like makeup so you can like have a gazillion billion of palettes. like they're small first off they're quite cheap And, like, you can get a lot of them, so we can try a lot of them. So that makes more sense. But when it comes to sewing machines, like, how would that have to, like, work? Like, how? They're quite expensive, they take a lot of space, and sometimes you just cannot get to that brand or that model or something like that. So how are we supposed to, like, test it out and give you an an honest review, an objective review of is it good? Is it bad? Like, does it work? I don't, I don't know. It can be anything. So, some people prefer Jerome. Some people prefer Brother. Some people, Singer. There are people that like Yuki or Juki or however they're called. There are people that like like, um, paninas as well. Some prefer domestic. Some prefer industrial. Some swear. Just, they are not going to touch a modern sewing machine. Some are like antique and vintage purists. Like they're not going to sew on anything else but the good old stuff. Because the new shit is plastic shit, so it's like garbage. And like it has like touch screens and like that's just nasty. That's wrong in their minds. So while other people are just like, Why? Why wouldn't you like use the benefits of the um you know, the technology of the future and like not use a super high tech sewing machine that actually brews you coffee in the morning as well when you're like um Start it up. Like, that, that would be awesome. I, I'm gonna patent that idea. But anyways, if you do not like coffee, it can make tea. I don't really care. But essentially, like, there's going to be different people that have different opinions and different uh, preferences, and they're going to tell you their opinions on what you should get because they're not thinking really about you. They're mostly thinking about themselves and what they like. And they're just thinking, if I like it, then you must like it. So, it's it's coming from from a good place, but I don't think that is, you know, that useful most of the time. So just do the legwork yourself and find out what like tickles your fancy the most, and go with that. And if you don't like it, well, think about like can you can you sell it? Can you swap it with someone? Maybe someone else bought the sewing machine that they don't really like in the end. Maybe you can just swap. Maybe you can sell it and buy a different model. Uh, do you have any return policies? Uh, when you're going to buy your sewing machine, definitely sit, sit on it and try it out. If they do not let you actually try the goddamn sewing machine, I would be very, very skeptical about that seller. Be it a private person or a business. Like, you, you're kidding, right? I can, I, Okay. I don't know. It's just me, I would be right out there yes. and I wouldn't really want to do business with them because that is shady. I do not want to buy a sewing machine, come home, plug it in and that shit doesn't work. Especially if you're buying like secondhand antique and vintage, most of people are going to say that perfect condition, but that shit's like crusted in rust and it is like perfect condition? Really? Did you look at it? Perfect condition. It works. I wonder how, because there's no belt on it. How does it work? Do I need to do it by hand or something? So do not trust everything that's like written on the interwebs and that people are claiming before you actually try it out yourself. Because some people are not interested in like selling you a good product and giving it to a person that's going to appreciate it. They're just trying to get rid of it and get the monies. And there are willing, there are people out there that are, that are just bad people that are willing to fuck you over. Do not let that happen to you. It's just bad. It's a waste of money and it's it's a nice life lesson, but, like, come on. Don't do it. So, research. Research, 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 and try the damn thing before you buy it. I think that's all. If you can, take a bit of coutil with you or some nicely tightly woven fabric. Take a nice scrap with you. So you can fold it a couple of times, like three, four layers, and try that. The sewing machine should actually... A brand new sewing machine that is strong enough to do it. It should actually stitch through it without a lot of problems. So, if you're going to sew coutil and, you know, strength layer fabrics on it for your corsets, well, the sewing machine should actually be able to Stitch them. So, yeah, try that. I hope you enjoyed my little ramble on the sewing machines. I get passionate but not overly passionate. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Like, I want to help you, but I I but I can't give you a good answer to it. Aside from like, eh. Try something? I don't know. Right? So Have a wonderful rest of the day, I hope you enjoyed it, Uh, let me know in the comments down below what are the sewing machines that you like, that you've experienced and um, if you have any suggestions for new seamstresses and new corset makers on what to look for, what to check out and how to try to get the best sewing machine that they can. Uh, Have a wonderful rest of the day and to lose hugs and kisses everyone, bye!